Tonight on the Band from Ringside podcast, we will be recapping the Monday Night Raw in St. Louis that all three of us went to. We're going to be talking about SmackDown, and we'll be previewing the greatest balls of fire. No, wait, no, I'm sorry. The greatest Royal Rumble uh, brought to you by Soul Taco and JJ Twiggs on Hampton. Tonight on the Band from Ringside podcast. Ditch that 9 to 5, it's time to feel alive. Hello, Marks, and welcome to the band from Ringside Podcast. As always, I am your host, Bill Vagy, a.k.a. Charles Smarkley, <laughs> in honor of the NBA playoffs, yeah, which buddy. I love so much. And to my right, as always, we have two beers. Zach Bowman, what's going on, two beer? How much? I almost didn't make it tonight. Uh, you know, I had free tickets to a private showing of the Avengers Infinity War that I turned down to be here. And then uh, also my wife got her wisdom teeth taken out, and she's not in, like, a good place. Uh, So She's probably... Well, did she get any drugs? Yeah, but she doesn't... She doesn't like taking drugs. Uh, so they what yeah, does so, she have? Does she have any she can give? Yeah, can they say, save it up? Did they give her drugs to take <laughs> with her? because I know somebody that might take them off. We'll, her we'll talk after the show. And to his right, as always, we have Jason Cornelius Bella. What's going on, JCB? Hashtag Booty Heels is all good, baby. Uh, just grinding, baby. Uh, ready for New Japan this morning? Can't wait. Juice and Goto for the Neverweight title. Going to talk about all wrestling. Royal Rumble on on Friday. On Friday, that's weird to even say Friday. I'm greatest Royal say, Rumble. The whatever. greatest Royal Rumble. Whatever. Sounds like Trump made that name. We are coming at you from the exquisite Shock City Studios in beautiful St. Louis, Missouri. Beautiful weather today. We got Sam the Muller Mall turning the knobs tonight. Mister Perfect's in the house. Um, we are brought to you by our. First, they've been down since day one. It's Soul Taco. They've been here forever, man. They've been here since very, literally since day one. Soul Taco has been a sponsor of ours. Um, they were here before JCB. They were, yeah, they were here before JCB. That's true. He missed the it's first the episode. <laughs> no, it's not. He missed another one. Yeah, he I missed another one. No, he, was, he was here. But <laughs> Soul Taco is good as F, guys. It is Korean Mexican fusion food located in Missouri and Illinois, the bi state. Not only the bi state region, but we got a place in Columbia, Missouri, a place in Chicago, Illinois, Champaign, Illinois, uh, St. Louis, Missouri. Two food trucks driving around, one driving around, or one brick and mortar place. Yeah, brick and mortar. Okay. In the St. Louis Loop, in the U City Loop. And we recommend that you guys go out and check that place out. They got delicious tacos, burritos, quesadillas, pot stickers, all sorts of stuff, guys. See, Corey Graves should have went to the Soul Taco instead of going to that cheesecake place. I saw that you went there the other day. What'd you get? Uh, Chicken burrito, double meat. Chicken burrito, double meat. Not bad. Go ahead. I go extra meat. That's, That's baller. Yeah, Go please. ahead and get yourself some Soul Taco if you're in the Chicago area or the St. Louis area. If not, fly into town. Come see us. Uh, I'll give you my address if you DM me. You can stay at my house. You don't even have, you don't even have to get... You better bring an extra burrito just in case. Yeah, just bring me an extra burrito and you don't have to Airbnb the place. Just DM me on Friends of BFR, uh, Band from Ringside Podcast, at BFR on Twitter, at BFR at BFR Pod on Twitter, at BFR Pod on Instagram, at BFR Bill, at BFR Zach, at BFR JCB. Uh, without further ado, guys, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. We had a good time this week. <laughs> Let's get to our three counts. JCB starts off. Got to talk about Raw here on Monday night, baby. Um, obviously, all three of us went. Quick shout out to Tinder for the free text. Appreciate you, brother. Um, Standard Raw, in my opinion, it was just a little different because, you know, actually being there makes it a little different. It doesn't have the pay-per-view, pay-per-view feel of just having a match after a match after a match. You do have to go through the grind of the three-hour Monday Night Raw being Commercials, live. backstage Bro- garbage, Brock Lesnar sitting in like the that. ring for three, yes. four minutes in the dark, you know, just pacing around. I'm like, God, man, why don't you just start the segment? I will say it was fun watching back 
watching Brock Lesnar during that commercial break kind of walk up to the camera guys and give them fist bumps and stuff. And it's like, wait, what's he saying to those guys? Yeah, it's like, what? oh, he's actually a person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'd say, God forbid, the biggest asshole in the room. Um, we, yeah, we can talk, we can just start talking about that. Uh, Paul Heyman comes out, cuts another great promo, basically telling everybody that. Uh, God, I keep wanting to say Sunday, but this Friday is going to be another spoiler alert that. Brock obviously goes over Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns comes out, interrupts, basically saying he's going to get the title back. Um, my stat, it's, it was pretty a nondescript. Raw, Braun Strowman, I thought, got the biggest pop easily of the night. Um, In-house, he definitely did. Yeah, it, I mean, it felt like we are part of the rest of the wrestling nation, the internet community, whatever you want to call us. Braun Strowman's over. Okay, and I tweet that, and I said I wouldn't tweet all night because I wanted to watch it live and take it in. But that was the one tweet I did send out. Braun Strowman is over. Okay, now how this goes from this point on, ultimately is the next question. But like I said, the raw was okay. It wasn't good. It wasn't bad. You know, it's it was just raw. But fortunately, we were live. We had the hard camera uh, seats or whatever the case may be. The hard camera was to our left, so I mean we were looking directly at the ring. The ramp was to our nine o'clock. And then the big scoreboard. What was the 12. highlight of your night? Uh, highlight of Live, the night. Live, in-house. Um, in-house. What was the highlight of your night? Braun Strowman. I mean, yeah. it, it reinforces what I've kind of always thought to begin with. And I'm sure I've said it at different times, either on the pod or on Twitter. Braun Strowman is over. And you're going to have to kind of figure out what you're going to do with Braun Strowman. If you're hard hell bent on getting Roman Reigns to be the number one baby face, Braun Strowman is just going to be the big, literally the elephant in the room. You're not going to be able to ignore him. Fans love Braun. Fans hate Roman Reigns. Man, we were right. One plus one is two. Vice and I were right on the ramp and happy belated birthday, Vice. I think it's his birthday a couple days from now, but yes, yes. Still? Jesus. Uh, but um, Braun Strowman is massive. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, he made Bobby Lashley spoiler. look he, small. He, he really did. Uh, Zach probably had a little different perspective because he took his eight-year-old son. Um, how did you guys, did you guys have a good time? Yeah, I mean, uh, it was great. I was three days sober because I really cut loose on Friday and uh, I didn't have a hangover I just felt real unhealthy and bad about myself uh, and based old, on how much probably. I drink yeah old. and old so god I, damn how much you drink <laughs> <laughs> never <Yeah>. mind <laughs> I could I could run down the list but no, it'd be depressing <laughs> uh, so yeah uh, I took Dexter he's my eight year old boy and uh, went out to dinner beforehand and um, you know got there early got him some merch uh, you got a Monday Night Rollins t-shirt and some AJ Styles gloves Got into the seats. We were also on the hard camera side. We were to the left of the hard camera and uh, really enjoyed the show. He was super excited that he got to see Brock Lesnar uh, because he's not on TV that much. He's not a huge Brock fan or anything, but he likes, he understands the rarity and he thought it was cool that he got to see him. And uh, for him, his biggest pop was Ronda Rousey when she yeah. came out at the end of the show. He That was the only time he told me to get my phone out and take a picture, uh, even though Seth Rollins came out and that's like his dude. But, uh, yeah, it was it was crazy. And just to piggyback on what JCB said, that pop for Braun was, like, everlasting. And it was a really good match between them, the tag match. And it was just the biggest it was fun crowd it, involvement. You yeah. know, whenever he kept running around the ring and tackling KO, and then he and finally did that drop Sammy kick. Sami Zayn and KO played the chicken shit heels to perfection. Oh, even after match. the cameras were off. Like, yeah. KO was like skirting around the ring and like <laughs> stumbling up the ramp. He like pushed a ref out of the way just to get it, you know, into the back as fast as he possibly could. That's the stuff about Raw being there live. That's good. Yeah. Okay. It, there was also like stuff that, you know, after the cameras were, were done, like Brock Lesnar getting out of the ring and like some chick right on the ramp like, <laughs> was like running her mouth and he like flex checked her and she like jumped out of her fucking boots. Uh, I also think it's interesting to note that uh, your eight year old son was excited that much to see a woman wrestler and that really is like the point of uh making sure that women are on tv and like talking about the women's revolution and everything is that this is a generation that's going to grow up knowing that women's wrestling is right there it's legitimate with, it's legitimate and it's men's wrestling and this is a, a generation of dudes 
that are going to grow up that aren't going to have the same biases that maybe we have and we have had growing up where it was always just the bathroom match or it was Kelly Kelly versus Tori Wilson or whatever the fuck it was. And now, uh, like you see these women that are legitimate, that have great matches, that are must-see people. Yeah. And that's that's important, I think. And we'll get into that a little bit later when we start talking about the Saudi Arabia event that's going to happen uh, tomorrow morning. My biggest, my biggest thing coming out of Raw, just being there live, is that I was walking in with Vice and um, there were a couple kids in front of us like walking in with their dad and they had uh, belts and one of them had it over his shoulder and one of them was hanging out around his neck, you know. And like I was like, hey, you know, we were in the line and I was like, hey guys, uh, I was like, who's your favorite wrestler? And one of them said Kalisto and the other one said Luke Gallows. Oh, and that makes you that that makes it it brought into relief for me that most people that watch this product are not us. Yeah, they're the, not the, the type. Kid, they're the, not the type of people that listen to podcasts. They're not the type of people that think about smarky things. They are really they're marks. And I mean, I'm not taking away anything from these kids. I'm just no, I just know that this is what WWE is trying to do, and where we see them as being out of touch or maybe not. Uh, maybe not doing the things that we want them to do in terms of pushing guys and not pushing guys and stuff like that. We we're we're the ones that are are out of touch because there was 17,000 people there and the sample size that I took, I was sitting next to this total mark, dude. Total mark. I mean, <laughs> you're not talking about Murray Man, are you? No, not Murray Man. <laughs> no, I did actually sit next to a friend of B of our Murray Man. No, it was not him. It was the guy to my left. Murray Man was to our right, and we had a great time. Shout out, Murray Man. Uh, this kid to our left, I turned to Bo and Murray Man. I go, how, how old do you think this guy is? I go, do you think he's 14 or do you think he's 27? And they both looked at him, they looked back at me, and they go, I don't know. No idea. And I asked him how old he was. <laughs> he was 19. But he was definitely cheering every single face, definitely booing every heel. It's a beautiful and, thing. And kept turning to me and like giving me the insight on the guys. And I didn't have the heart to tell him that, hey, bro. Yeah, come on. I have a wrestling podcast. Yeah, I, exactly. I have a pretty big deal. Like, right. You're like Ron Swanson we, and Lowe's. Uh, uh, we get <laughs> right. I know more than you. <laughs> hey, man, uh, I get 300 downloads a week. Like, okay, don't so tell, don't yes. tell me about it. Don't tell me about We've shit, got bro. This covered. <laughs> but it, it, like, we really are. We're in the minority. The way that we think about wrestling. No, we really are. We might be the loudest because we're the oldest with the deepest voices, but we're in the minority about how we think about wrestling, and that's what I took away from it the most. My favorite part of the show, besides the uh, KO and Sammy show, just because those are my dogs, right? the Drew McIntyre promo was awesome. Oh, man, it was good. It was awesome. It reestablishes Drew as a... Not a leading heel, but not a, he was a face in NXT. Now you flipped him over to, to be a heel with Dolph Ziggler. I don't know if this is the new Sean Those and two Diesel. kids I talked to walking in had no idea that Drew McIntyre was a face on NXT. I guarantee it. Yeah, probably not. Um, NXT is for the WWE Network, and if you have it, you have it. If you don't, you don't. Um, I'm excited to see where this tag team goes now. Obviously, we're going to make predictions at the end of the the pod or whatever, but Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler are going to be a force in the tag team division, even though I would still a big revival mark. God bless them. They're just getting passed up. They're going to start pushing Drew and Dolph here in the next few weeks after if, we decide who the, the If they're are. a tag team, I mean... I think they'll be a tag team, at least to start. I, I hope they are because the there's a dearth of tag teams in... On Raw, I should say. When you took the bar away, that really, I thought, crippled that tag team division, but I really, with the addition of AOP. I was really um, happy that they weren't making Drew McIntyre the strong, silent type. They, he, yeah, he, he went, can talk. Yeah, he he can talk as good as Dolph, if not better. I thought his, I thought his Drew McIntyre's promo was better than Dolph 
has done in the last few months. Dolph's has basically all been the same. Drew McIntyre is basically like, look, you guys are spoiled. You guys are soft. I'm coming in here with Dolph. This is what a superstar looks, looks like. like. And, he, and uh, all bullshit aside, he's paid his dues. I know everybody wants to talk about Jinder Mahal paying his dues. Drew McIntyre has paid his dues oh, as well. Oh, for sure. Because okay. at some point, I would like to see him get him a good, solid singles run. Let's see what he Drew can do. Drew McIntyre got pushed to the moon. Not pushed to the moon, but he got a huge push the first time he was in WWE. Kind of faltered. He was he was booked as the chosen one. Mm-hmm. Like He was booked as Vince's Boy, number, one, right. number one dude. <laughs> and he kind of faltered. He didn't have that much charisma. No. Left the WWE or did the 3MB thing for a while, which is crazy to think about. That was Jinder Bahal, Drew McIntyre, and Heath Slater. Um, the 3MB thing, they were a jobber faction, faction, which is crazy to think about now. Uh, Drew McIntyre left, went to the Indies, got a ton of indie cred, and now all the indie guys love him. Came back to NXT, was a babyface, and now he's back in the big leagues as a heel, and he is great. He's great. That, yeah. that promo he cut the other night, he did not, he was not nervous at all. Nope. Felt he natural. Felt supernatural. Yeah, he talked like a star. He walks like a star. I mean, holding that belt in the position that he had in NXT for what he did and all the work that he did in the Indies, I mean, just goes to pay off. I mean, think about, you know, Cody Rhodes is going to be back in WWE before the end of his career. Yes. And he's going to be that. He's going to walk in as a fucking star. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, a few other things. Uh, we had Elias go over Bobby Roode clean. Okay. No worries. Uh, we had... No uh, and I like Elias. Don't, don't, let's, I'll say it like this quickly. The, I like Elias. I like Bobby Roode. It's just now this reaffirms what I've kind of always scared about Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode is not going to be important to Vince. He's a hand, and he's a good hand. He's going to be used to get guys over. He's a mid-card guy at this point. He'll never get into the main Do you event. think maybe with the abundance of talent that they have, do you think that maybe that's the right call? Maybe it should be Elias that gets the push and not Bobby Roode? I mean, Bobby Roode's an old guy. Elias is fresh. Bobby Roode, they have him as a face for no reason. But maybe that's it part sh- of the problem. Maybe it should be Elias. Uh, given this circumstance, and you know how I feel about making new stars, yeah. But I personally like Bobby Roode. I think he's just in the wrong. He's he's casted wrong as a face, and he's in the wrong part of the card. He should be on the upper half of the card. He should okay. be more of a main event guy. Fair enough. Uh, before we get too far away from it, and we'll touch on some of these other raw things that we have more time later. Before we get too far away from it, uh, the Roman Reigns promo was awful, right? I mean, like, what is he doing? He comes out there and says a couple lines that, that neither one of the lines made any sense. He's like, I don't know how I'm going to get back, but uh, that's mine. And he's talking about the belt. It's like, no, dude. Kayfabe style, you got work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't know how, I don't know how he can have kayfabe style. I don't know how he can have such confidence after getting fucking destroyed. Yeah. I mean, he, he should be he should be playing that angle. And I mean, it's not him. It's creative. But Heyman's correct. Like, the Heyman promo was dead on. Yes. It not only delivered excellently, but it was dead on accurately. Excellently. It's so fucking good. I was talking with you, and it was so hard to boo him because it was so good. It's like whenever they film main event beforehand, and I would like just wanted to cheer the revival because they went over, and uh, I couldn't do it. I said, No, you got to boo the heels. heels, Hashtag boo the heels. I'll just say this, and we can move on on that. I said it. I guess two weeks ago, whatever it was after WrestleMania, kayfabe wise, you can't. It would be different if it was six months they and then have Roman Reigns gets a match against Brock Lesnar. This is happening way too quick. The build up from to WrestleMania, he was getting his ass handed to him. He got his ass handed to him at uh, WrestleMania. One, well, I'm sorry, lost clean. But then three weeks later, he's going to get another title match. I mean, it doesn't even make sense. I get it. You want Roman Reigns as the guy, but I mean, damn. You know, you know, tease my ass or something. You know, but make me think that something's going to happen that's not going to happen. Sam, can you get uh-huh. that? What? Yeah, can you grab that, please, <laughs> so we can use that later? I was going to say, man. Oh, it's weird at the end of the day. This is why I don't like Roman Reigns. I give him credit for what he is in the ring. 
I hate the way that he's booked, and I hate his fucking character. And this just reinforces why I, I would love to see Brock Lesnar win on Friday. I All would right. love to see it. That's good enough for me. That'll bring us to our two count. Two beer. What's the two count? Two count is uh, SmackDown Live. You know, just in general, we're just going to run through it. Um, nothing like too remarkable, really. They really tease this excellent uh kind of coming together of Daniel Bryan and the Miz like all week on social media and you know Miz is on Smackdown Live which is good for Smackdown Live uh, and then you know you get Big Cass and Big Cass does a pretty good promo but um, ultimately don't care uh, I don't care at all shows him you know not shows Daniel Bryan laid up Big Cass apparently attacked him from behind so it's going to be like a Cass and Bryan thing when really like we don't need any more delays like let's this thing was white hot a fucking year and a half ago and people are still interested in it. Like, why are we like pushing it anymore? Let's just have Daniel Bryan come out to yes chance and punch fucking Miz in the face. That's what everybody wanted to see. Um, I mean, the show was pretty unremarkable. We got a Carmella Charlotte contract signing with a bad bump. Um, <laughs> what, like what else was there? Was a, another, uh, another Oscar loss. Let's talk about Cass. Um, Let's talk about Cass right. for a second. Um, I'm, old, pepper, yeah. old pepperoni tits. Yeah, no, that's Cesaro. That's yeah. more Cesaro, I think. And there was yeah. one. There was one time when I was a kid. And my little brother is eleven years younger than me, and I was shooting baskets shirtless in my parents' driveway. And this little six-year-old came up and called me pepperoni tits when I was like fourteen. <laughs> And I almost killed this fucker. <laughs> He's six years old, man. Come on. I almost killed him. And then he rode his bike down the street, turned back up, and yelled up the street, pepperoni, pepperoni tits. Yeah, good. Good for him. And I, Keep I, it moving. I remember his name. I think he's in jail now. Ain't this a bitch. <laughs> I almost killed his motherfucker for calling me pepperoni tits, and he was like six years old at the time. But let's oh, digress. Fuck. But I digress. Uh, Big Cat has bigger tits than me. Pepperoni tits, I should say. Oh, Lord. But <laughs> uh, I like Big Cass. I don't know why everybody's anti-Big Cass. He's fine. He's, he's fine. He's completely fine. I'm not anti-him, necessarily. I was just, it, they, you know, they put him in that spot when, you know, it was just fucking blue-balling me. Like, you know, there were people on the Friends of BFR page that were saying that he was his uh, suit was too small. Motherfucker, he's big, man. It's probably hard to fucking find a suit that fits. My black ass can go to fucking men's warehouse and get a, a fitted suit. You gonna tell me that Cass can't take his black ass or his white ass to fucking men's warehouse or the big and tall? Yeah, because you go to be? the children's section. Shut your he's ass. six foot ten. <laughs> <laughs> he's you. six foot ten. <laughs> take some that WWE money. You can't and, teach that. Shit, I can teach He's, that. Oh, I'm sorry. Seven foot tall. You can't teach that. Shit, I can teach that, motherfucker. Look, if you're going to be the part, play the part. I just Your don't short know. sleeve can't be that far up. I arm. don't know why everybody gives him shit about his promo style. His promo style is fine to me. He speaks fine. It's above average. It's better than, than most people that I can come up with. I mean, ultimately, I think the problem is, is who they're pairing him up with off the jump. If you're going to try to get... Uh, cast over i'm not sure this is the guy you want to start with because you want to give him heat though you have him go against daniel bryan daniel okay, bryan can then, go over him eventually but okay. at least it gets some heat if you're going to do that then you need to have a replay an extended replay of cast beating them down backstage the reason why ko and sammy got over on their wrestlemania build to wrestlemania itself we saw them beat down shane multiple times they we saw them beat down daniel bryan when it counts when now you're trying to put heat on Cass, all you see is daniel bryan laid out you don't see the physical attack so you don't get the fan emotion behind it okay i, I get i get that but daniel bryan should go down a bunch of times to Cass before he finally gets his before Cass finally gets his comeuppance that's i mean daniel bryan doesn't need whoa, whoa, to get say old. that again before he finally gets his come up, so, and you, so Daniel Bryan should win multiple times, and then Cash should win that one time. No, 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 no the, the other opposite. way around. The opposite. Okay, Cash okay. should Cash should beat the shit out of Daniel Bryan. Then Daniel Bryan should eventually get his come up, and okay, that's and then fine. you can rebuild Cash any way you want to. It like losing a feud doesn't mean that much to a lot of people. D- Dean Ambrose has lost tons of feuds. Good point. I mean, no, good point. I, I can't, I can't say I disagree with that. Good point. So I, I'm a. I like Cass. I won't say that I'm a fan of Cass. I don't want Cass to have the championship or anything, but 
Like, putting him against Daniel Bryan makes sense to me. No, I, I, I see that. I'm just mad because and maybe I'm getting worked. I'm just getting worked. You know, like that's the reaction that they wanted. Otherwise, otherwise they wouldn't have put it on social media. You like, know it's so good when, it, when he gets worked up like this because it's, it's usually me that's already pissed off. But you can tell when Zach get gets worked up. Yeah, shocked right now. You, it's funny to see Zach get worked up because it's, it's literally two times in the calendar year that we've done this. And I've seen him like get pissed off when they threatened Nakamura and uh, Styles before WrestleMania. And now this is the second time where I, you're like, okay, look, I'm waiting a year and a half. I need the money shot, guy. I'm like, I'm like John Mulaney. If I'm out in public, you can just treat me any way you want, and I'll just <laughs> apologize. <laughs> like, I'm the guy getting out of the way and people on the sidewalk. Right. and you know, Sorry, sir. Right. I was standing here first, but no. Shit, where did all the time go? We got to get to our three count. All right, the three count, guys. We have a pay-per-view tomorrow. Morning. Tomorrow morning. Uh, <laughs> That's weird to say. I know. Wrestling is not fun to watch when the sun's out. I'm sorry. It's just not. It's why I've always been against uh, outdoor pay-per-views when they're on the West Coast and shit like that. But I'll be watching it tomorrow because I'll be locked in my dark basement uh, taking phone calls for my job. But I'll have the iPad in front of me watching it. We have the greatest Royal Rumble, which has 10 matches on it. But the funny thing about this is that during the women's revolution, there are zero women's matches um, because Saudi in Saudi Arabia, it's illegal to have women perform in sporting events, I think, something like that. It, it doesn't have to do with the way that they're dressed. It has to do with women uh, competing in sporting events. Sounds right. So... Um, there's a couple schools of thought that I have on this. The first one being that's bullshit that the WWE has um, agreed to do this because they are a forward-thinking company. The women, well, newly a forward-thinking company. Yeah, they haven't been. Yeah, a, they I mean, market themselves that it way. Was, it, they market themselves that way. It wasn't that long ago that we had lingerie matches shit. and shit like that. But um, there have been the women's revolution over the last couple of years and uh, women certainly are a huge part of the WWE roster. Uh, Saudi Arabia, the kingdom of Saudi Arabia will not allow the women to fight at this pay-per-view, which you would think to a forward thinking company, if they had any spine at all, they would say, uh, fuck off. You know, we're not going to go to Saudi Arabia at the same time. There's tons of money to be made. I also heard uh, Triple H's argument for it where Triple H said, if if you're going to make any progress at all, you can't ignore places like this. You have to get in there and chip away at their, um, I forget the word that he used. It wasn't bigotry, but that, would be, that would be my word. Yeah, it's probably yeah, culture. Culture sounds about right. Or I would say backwardness. But uh, what do you what do you think about um, the WWE having a pay per view where no women are allowed to compete? So I've actually read some accounts on the internet of people from Saudi Arabia, and they're all for it for that very reason. Um, you know, they say like cultural change is happening, which is crazy because if you look at Saudi Arabia in the seventies, it's a bunch of you know like uni- pictures of university. It's a bunch of you know young kids. Attractive females wearing oh, yeah. skirts, you know. I mean, it same looks, thing. Same thing with Iran. Yeah, yeah. And you know, they've kind of undergone this uh, regression as far as like you know progressive cultural values go. Uh, WWE, you know, markets themselves as forward thinking, but really they're beholden to shareholders, and they're getting a lot of money. Saudi has a lot of money. Got to be. So they're getting a lot of money. And you know they can they can spin it and they can say that they're doing it to kind of chip away at these values and. At the end of the day, they're doing it for the money, uh, and you know. That, but they are probably chipping away those values, also. Yes, and that's what the folks that were from Saudi Arabia, whose you know opinions that, uh, you know, hopefully they were genuine people. Um, I didn't look at their account history or anything like <laughs> that. Been like those people on the Onion uh, <laughs> when it shows the Onion. Uh, people in the street, and it's always the same three people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, I feel like uh, it is a good thing, you know, you get, you know, entertainment in there. Uh, there's plenty of fans, like, you know, who am I to say, you know, no, you can't see your wrestler, your favorite wrestler compete at a show in your home country because, you know, they can't have women on it. I'm not 
agreeing with the values of not having women on the card or not allowing women to drive or, you know, all of the other things that happens. But Well, they do allow women to drive now. That's, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a recent thing. That's like in the last very couple months. Recent, yeah, very, last six months, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it just kind of is what it is. I'm not expecting WWE to be out there trailblazing, even though that's what Stephanie McMahon would like us to believe. Uh, they're, you know, you know, Vince, he's all about his money, right, man? <laughs> Son of a bitch, you stole my line. I was going to say that. <laughs> and ultimately, that's what it boils down to. The person personal jcb has a problem with it because it it just it goes against my central core beliefs as a person everybody's created equal everybody's the same i don't care how you want to slice it or dice it if jcb believes that women are people but it's said here first yeah, on bfr uh, <laughs> april 26 2018 um so for me personally i have a problem with it but I get where Triple H is coming from in the sense of I do too. It's it's like, not going to happen today. It's going to take you know years, decades, God forbid, you know centuries, whatever the case may maybe be. Maybe not as long as you maybe not as long as you think. It maybe would be. not as long as you think, but it's not. I get the outrage, and it's the initial outrage. I'm pissed off too. This also isn't the first Saudi show, right? They do Saudi shows all the time. It's just now that this big one is just after WrestleMania. It's the biggest Royal Rumble in company history. You got a, a bunch it's of the, championship matches. It's the greatest Royal, Royal Rumble. Rumble. Okay, so it's advertised as this big deal. So all eyes are now going to be looking on Saudi but Arabia. If it, I, and I, I'm not taking a stance either way. If WWE said to the kingdom of Saudi Arabia that, hey, uh, we're not going to do this unless you went, unless you let women wrestle, Saudi Arabia would say no, and then WWE would be out of money. But if they say, hey, we're going to put this on, and we're going to make it a big WWE network event, then maybe the next time, maybe it does chip away. Maybe maybe it does chip away. Maybe next time, you know, the women get to compete in... uh, in hoods and garbage bags or something <laughs> like this. This is the same company that had to be pressured to not name their Royal Thank Rumble you. after the fabulous Moolah. You would okay. have thought that they would have learned after like a that. month ago. Okay. Yeah, I know. I There's a hundred to two hundred million dollars apparently being paid to WWE. Okay, as funny as we make it sound, it, this is about the money. It's money first, people. Oh no doubt, and feeling no doubt. second. So, but but. Let's just get over it. It is what it is. If you're going to have a company line that justifies it, I, I would say the Triple H's company line is as good as you can come up with. It's, it makes sense because, like I said, for me, racism is not going to end today on April 26, 2018. It's going to be centuries after I'm long gone. But I mean, so this might be the co- same thing. But it's, fuck those countries, no, though. But I'm just I mean, it's, it's like, just might be you the can't same have thing. women wrestle. Grow the fuck up, guys. Grow the fuck up. We're going to Saudi Arabia and kick some ass. That's what we're going to do. I ain't going to Saudi Arabia. Come on, man, let's do it, I just dude. said, fuck Saudi Arabia. I'm going to get fucked. No. It'd be a good time, man. Just about to say, we could spread the BFR love and bring democracy over to Saudi Arabia. And that's going to do it for our three <laughs> counts. <laughs> guys, you guys got to check out JJ Twigs on Hampton. The other day, I went there and got the gravy train, which is my wife's other favorite pizza besides the Chow Bella, which has the. Um, Authentic Chicago style Italian beef, giardinera. Look at you. Onions, peppers. You were practicing that, huh? <laughs> no, giardinera. That's how I say it. Uh, let me ask you guys one thing. Do you guys like Hawaiian pizza or not like Hawaiian pizza? Not a big fan of pepper or uh, just pineapple. Say, just say yes or no. No. Depends. I'll do it. Oh, I'm just. Christ. Here's the thing. I'll eat pizza. I'm just not going to love it. Pineapple pizza. Huh? Hey, Sam the Muller Mall. Hawaiian like pizza. I'll eat pizza. it. I'm just not going to yes. love it. Sam likes it. Sam's a little... I guess he's the most grown up, and he's the youngest one here. Guys, got to go to JJ Twigs. JJ Twigs has the best pizza. It's got the best wings. It's got the best atmosphere, the strongest drinks. They're a sponsor of the show. They're a friend of the show. We love them. I go there every Sunday. I get the Rise and Shine every Sunday about noon. Uh, You got the touch of butter, the eggs, cheddar cheese. I get Mm. Canadian bacon and bacon on mine because that's a nice breakfast pizza jj twigs uh go ahead and send me a message on one of our 
social media contacts. Say, hey, Bill, send me one of them gift cards, and I will send you a gift card that you can get some free JJ Twigs pizza. Uh, like I said, it's delicious. And you know, I'm just. I'm just looking over this motherfucker, man. I'm just looking over this menu. This <laughs> Dude, that's about good. to say, reel it in, man. We got to make predictions. Uh, they got the gateway with Italian sausage, bacon, mushroom, onion, tomato. I like it all, man. It's St. Louis <laughs> base. It's St. Louis owned. Go ahead and get yourself some JJ Twigs pizza on Hampton. Tell them the band from Ringside sent you. Here we go, guys. Greatest, rail, greatest Royal Rumble predictions. Just it's for the, the greatest, record. guys. It's the greatest. It's the best Royal Rumble you've ever seen. It's going to be the greatest. Is that your Trump impression? <laughs> it's like my impression of Alec Baldwin doing Trump. <laughs> Just for the record, uh, JCB's got 160 points. JCB, Zach's baby! Got, Jack's got 158. Bill's got 124. And I'm finally beating Engineer Sam, who's only got 116. Oh, what my God. Loser. You should be ashamed of yourself. Shit, you should be ashamed. Uh, all right, so here we go. You to get past the producers. Here we go, guys. For the greatest Royal Rumble, we'll start off with the big one first. You got to name your top three, two, one of who's going to win. Okay. So go ahead, JCB. I'll let you go first. Uh, What are we talking about now? The greatest Royal, Royal Rumble. Rumble. Oh, oh the shit. actual match. The match itself. Yeah, okay. we're starting off with the big one. Then uh, I won't dilly-dally. This smells like Braun Strowman to me. I'm going to go Braun Strowman number one. I'm going to go Daniel Bryan number two. And uh, let's, for wild card's sake, I'll go uh, Miz number three. Braun, Braun one. I got it. I got okay. it. Uh, Zach Pullman. Do I get more points if I just pick one? Yes. Braun Strowman. You ain't gonna win. You know that, right? You can do that. You can do that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't make that clear to you. You can do the same thing if you want to. No, I'll hedge my best. I'll okay. hedge my best. All That's right. fine. Uh, Engineer Sam didn't know that he was gonna go. Oh, he doesn't feel like getting up either. He just—you <laughs> just gotta say three guys. You can say John Cena. Actually, John Cena might not be a bad bet. Any three guys? Any three guys that you've ever heard us talking about? Jim David, Bu- David Jim, Bowie. Jim Bunton. Uh, I don't think he's a professional wrestler. <laughs> uh, you never know, though. I'm going to go with uh, Hulk Hogan, The okay. Rock, and uh, uh, what, the Michael, Shawn Michaels. There you go. That's I hope, good. I hope you get that. Me too. I was pretty good with him when I played, like, whatever, WWF SmackDown in, like, 1999, so... <laughs> <laughs> HBK would have been the shit in 99 for sure. All right, so I got to get some points here. So I'm going to go um, I'm gonna go a little off the board. Shocker. This never happens. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it'd be no fun if I go Braun Strowman because you guys go Braun Strowman. I'm going to go a little off the board because I want to get 30. Or I'm going to get 30 points by going one by myself. I'll go Daniel Bryan. That's Bill hedging his bets. Mm-hmm. Okay, we got the, the leader of worlds versus the bar for the Raw championships. And I should add that the bar is now on SmackDown. Yes. So, I mean, there's, uh, there's, you know, it's anybody's game. <laughs> <laughs> on any given Friday morning, anything can happen. <laughs> I guess they'd move them, but still. I- I'll go first. Uh, it- Give me the leader of worlds. I mean, come on. It's this is I will say that's a math. pretty good name for the for the tag team. I, I like the leader it. of worlds. No, is pretty I like good. this. And if you can if you throw in Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel, make this a you know, just this off the wall stable, this could work. It's already I, I'd working. love to push him. Sam, you got the leader of worlds or the bar? I'm gonna go with leader of worlds. There you JCB's go. winning and beating you guys, and I got to catch up. So <laughs> he's not beating Zach by very much, though. I should add that uh, just a few inches. Zach Pullman. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going uh, Wyatt and Hardy. Uh, I will say there was a lot of mower of lawn T-shirts in St. Louis on Monday. I did see that. Pretty that, good, dude. That's and, pretty uh, good, dude. I'm telling you, this is getting over. Real pretty quick, good. I know we don't have any time. I was listening to the ball game. Go Cards. They won. Pulled it out four three at the end of the thirteenth inning. But uh, there was a bunch of F one fifty commercials, and they said the Ford F one fifty 
does not raise the bar. It is the bar. Yeah, I know. I've been seeing those lately. I'm like, I, what the fuck? I think that the bar stole that from them. Though. I think, yeah. Uh, I was about to say, I think it's the other way that's, around. Because that's been a Dennis Leary thing for a long time. Yeah, I remember uh, right that, yeah. Uh, nice com- segue, though. Coming up next, we have uh, the... Make bl- your pick. The leader of worlds. Sorry. Uh, we have the Bludgeon Brothers versus the Usos. So day one ish. I'll start. Um, just just on SmackDown. I hate the fact that you use Naomi as a distraction piece. I love the distraction. Though. I, that that was just come on, mate, Never mind. Man, a bunch of brothers takes the win. You like the distraction? <laughs> no, that's so stupid. Give me a growl. Come on. Come on. Really? <laughs> so so blood, you got this team that's kicking ass, and Naomi's the gonna come down and stop bl- everything. The Bludgeon Brothers are so horny that they were <laughs> they were getting ready. They were beating the shit out of the Usos. I think I know Naomi horny came, when I see it. Naomi came horny. down and danced, and the Bludgeon Brothers both stopped with their jaws slacked off. It's, Slack jawed, and they were just watching that ass. <laughs> about time they gave those guys a wrinkle. Okay, good. Point, All right, good you got Bludgeon Brothers of the Usos. Sam, I am. Usos. I'm gonna take the blood. I'm though. gonna take the Bludgeon Brothers. Two I got, beers. I got Bludgeon Brothers. All right. I would go have to see the Usos win. I really Sam's would. gotten shit right where we've gotten it wrong before, though. This is true story. Okay, uh, coming up next, we have the the four ways of Sam. I'm gonna ask you to go first. You have to say them in order from least to first. We have Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, and The Miz. Least likely to win to most likely to win. I know he's going to pick two. Uh, Least likely, uh, Finn Balor. And then I'm just trying to remember all the names. So it's whatever order I remember. Samoa Joe. No, yeah. No, hold on. I want Seth Rollins last. He's four. Okay. Then Finn Balor. Then, who was the one? Miz. Uh, Miz. Yeah, Miz. Then Sam Joe. Sam Joe. <laughs> All right, you've gone first a couple times. I'll go for. I'll, I'll go second this time. Uh, I'm gonna take the Miz as least likely to win. I will take Samoa Joe, second least likely. I'll take Seth Rollins, and then I'll take Finn Balor as the most likely to win, mm. just because Seth Rollins don't need it. Uh, I'm going to pick Seth Rollins retaining as number one. Finn Balor is number two. The Miz is number three. And Samoa Joe is number four. JCB. Copy exactly what he said. Adorable. (laughs) I already had it planned coming in beforehand. Shut up. You guys are so fucking cute. All right, we have uh, says the guy in third place just coming out of the Cedric Alexander versus (laughs) Kalisto. When that kid told me the other night that Kalisto was his favorite wrestler, it like it broke my mind. I was like, oh yeah, there's this whole world of kids out there that I've n- never met. Dude, the kid behind me, his loudest cheers were for Rhino on the main event dark match. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. He screamed the loudest for Rhino. Like that was his main dude. Kalisto versus Cedric Alexander. Who you got two beer? Uh Cedric. Sam, Cedric versus Kalisto. Kalisto for that kid. <laughs> oh, that kid was a piece of shit. He tried to steal my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sounds like the man. Right. Um, I'm going to take Cedric Alexander, too. Uh, he needs to retain to set up him drift versus Drew Gulak, him versus uh, Buddy Murphy. I think those are the matches you want to see. Kalisto is, to me, is filler at this point. All right. A total... House show, huge house show match, though. Uh, we have John Cena versus Triple H. Uh, we'll let Sam go first here. Just because I see him looking at his phone, I know he wasn't ready for it, so I'll let him go first. Uh, Triple H. Sam is taking Hunter. Uh, two beers. Zach Pullman. As much as Triple H, you know, used to bury guys quite a bit. I think he's grown up and he's the COO. I think Cena goes over in this one. What do you think, JCB? And see, this is where I'm going to say if I lose, this is where I'm going to lose because even though, and I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud, John Cena needs this win. I mean, like, he really needs this win. I can't see Triple H doing this. I mean, Triple H is Triple H. Until you show me otherwise... I got to take Triple H on this one. Because I'm losing and because I have no chance of winning, I'm taking Hunter. Okay. I can totally see Hunter taking it. Yeah, I can see this shit. <laughs> you ignorant bastard. Uh, Jeff Hardy, Jinder Mahal. 
Uh, Go I'll ahead, go. JCB. Um, well, they're not okay. No, it just it doesn't make sense. Okay, I know Jinder lost on Monday night, and that's usually the precursor to say he's going to win on Friday. It just doesn't make sense. You don't have two mid cards, two mid card belts on one show. It would make it. It does make sense. It, three hours would be a way to do it, but then you take saying take take some away from SmackDown. Shut up, Jeff Hardy. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm going through the thought process, bastard. Uh, yeah, I got Jeff Hardy. Yeah, I got Jeff Hardy. Sam, you got Jeff Hardy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just tell him who to pick? Uh, Taker versus Rusev in a casket match. On Rusev Day. On Rusev yeah, Day. It's on Rusev Day. Go ahead, uh, Ambassador of Rusev Day. You should go first on this. I'm taking Rusev. Look at you. That is adorable. Isn't it, though? Trying to be as cute as you guys are, taking the same fucking thing every time. Hey, I hate to be right. Nah, take that back. I like being right. I love saying I told you so. This is Taker. I mean, come on, Rusev is getting it would a nice. Be, it would be silly if Rusev won, but I'm yeah. still I'm still taking him because fuck it, I already lost. I can't I, I can't take Taker. What do I one. care? And then I can break about being right. Yeah, Sam, but who you got? Taker or Rusev? Rusev. You better write Taker down there. I saw that shit. <laughs> you got Tuber. I got Taker in probably five minutes. That's let's what see, we should do is the over under. Okay, let's because go. you can just roll. You can just they can put the casket next to them next to the ring and just roll his ass into there. One extra point would set the over under at five and a half minutes. Over under. What do you got? I'll take the over. I'll take the over. And like five and a half. It's either five I or joked, six. I joked it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. It's either five or six. Pick one, nigga. Uh, down. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go. Uh, I'll go over because I don't want to lose JCB. <laughs> oh, that's why you should take under. Over Sam, or you, under. Sam, you got over under. Under. I'm gonna get him with that Braun Strowman prediction. All right, we got two left, the two big ones. We got Styles Nakamura, and this is where it comes into play. It's like, I don't know if this is going to be a house show or a real pay-per-view, so what are they doing with Styles Nakamura? Um, I'll go first. I could see it being a DQ. I see AJ walking out with the belt, though, which is was that's always been our... Yeah, whoever whoever retains or yeah. Yeah, title. I can, uh, but for the record, I can see Nakamura getting DQ'd with a low blow. And well, not AJ. with anything else. <laughs> um, you fucking jerk. <laughs> you fucking jerk. I've been watching Peaky Blinders. You guys ever watch Peaky Blinders? You talk you, about this every week. You, you know how to watch it. You fucking jerk. You want to go? You want me to go? Uh, I'll go. Uh, I got uh, AJ retaining. Um, I feel like AJ Nakamura 4, which is... Basically, just Nakamura versus the ghost of AJ's children past. <laughs> like that's whenever it's all gonna happen. But he's just making sure he doesn't get any more tattoos. That's all it is. Right. Jesus. <laughs> I can see the Nakamura DQ. It makes sense. I'm gonna go ahead and do it on a smaller scale. I'm gonna go ahead and take Nakamura for the clean win. He'll he'll beat beats AJ. You get the rematch Holy at shit. Uh, Backlash Woo. next week. I'll take oh. I'll take the clean win for Nakamura. Oh, they got Backlash next week. Not a bad pick. Who you got, AJ or Nakamura? Uh, AJ. Shout out to Nakamura's new entrance music, by the way. All right, That's hot. and then we yeah, it's hot. And then we got. Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar in a steel cage. Now, this is the biggest match that nobody knows what the fuck is going to happen. You can't hear it, but I'm bashing my head against the <laughs> microphone. But it's, just, it's too padded for you to hear me bashing right? my head against it. That's because we're at the exquisite Shock City Studios, and they have great equipment here. Yes. Um, it's in a cage, and did they? Did Vince McMahon call the audible at WrestleMania? Just to have Roman Reigns go over in Saudi Arabia that would be a more receptive crowd? Or is Vince petty enough to try to get Brock Lesnar to break CM Punk's longest reign in the last 20 years record? Yes and yes. I'll go first. 
This is like the most drama he's had for a pick in like months. <laughs> I'm taking Roman Reigns. Okay. I, I don't think I'm right I'll, though. I'll go next. Um, I said yes and yes to both questions, which are contradictory. Yeah, so, but yeah. but I, you're also right. Yeah, because but I can it's, see it. it's impossible to. We don't know what this pay per view is possible. It's the first pay per view of this kind that we've ever seen. Right. So. I'm I'm sticking to my guns. All roads lead to Roman Reigns. If he loses this, he better not get a fucking title match until like the latter part of this year. They killed him at WrestleMania. They killed him at right. WrestleMania. So now this is the chance to you got to do it the right way. There's, it, Roman Reigns. I'm not even gonna say anything more. I'm gonna leave it alone. Zach. Yeah. Earlier today, I threw. Now a, you gotta make up two points on Jason next two pay per views. Well, I'm already locked in because earlier today I threw a kitten off the top of a building, and if it landed on its feet, it was going to be Lesnar. It did not. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I got you, Roman Reigns. We, we sh- probably shouldn't say that out loud. Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar, Sam, for the last, pick, I, I, of the, I love last pick of the week. No kittens were harmed in the, in the making of this podcast. Uh, my cat did land on its feet, so I, I'm <laughs> picking Roman Reigns. Everybody's taking Roman Reigns. Uh, just so everybody knows... Uh, Zach, to find out who wins the band from Ringside Prediction competition this year, Zach is two down from Jason, 160 to 158. So it's pretty close. We only have one pay-per-view coming after this. And I think that next week I'm going to have both you guys submit your predictions in writing. In writing. Yeah, that's fine. So that that that's totally, totally clean. And that we can find out who wins the... um, I don't think we... Determine what anybody uh, I wins think we yet. know who's gonna win. That's just <laughs> we don't know what like it said, is though. I'll, I, I'm simple. I'll just take a little cute kitty championship belt. We can keep it moving. Hey guys, we know there's a ton of podcasts <laughs> to listen to, so we appreciate you listening to ours. Birthdays this week. Kane is only 51. I thought he was older than that. Vladimir Kozlov is only 39. I thought he was older than that. Alex Riley is 37. Thought he was younger than that. Drew Gulak is 31. Titus O'Neil is 41. Jay Lethal is 33. Thank you for tuning in this week for JJ Twig for Soul Taco for Shock City Studios for Sam the Mauler Mall for Bo Geesman for Two Beer Zach Bowman for Jason Cornelius Bell I am Bill Vagy and everybody boo the heels go Steelers and when we lose our control we'll bands